their hearts. Thank you for the seed of courage and for proper utterance. We bless you because we know that this will keep on going from strength to strength. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, we began looking at receiving. Receiving and uh, keeping the harvest. Uh, we, we call the right attitude. The right attitude that we should show to keep the harvest. Praise God. Uh -huh. One of the things I will take, send them away is the fact that you come to church late. Hello? I want us to be friends until the end of the teaching. Let's be friends. At least pretend that I'm your friend. Amen. Just pretend that I'm your friend. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to say some things that may hit some people and possibly remove about two teeth or three. It's not a serious accident. Amen? Uh, so, <laughs> let's keep the love flowing. Amen? There is something I want to bring home this morning. Many of us are living Christian life or we are practicing this new way on our own terms. We do what we want to do. There are things we will not do against people of the world, but we do against Christ without any remorse. Amen. Say, Obi, our appointment, no matter what the situation is. Now, I'm, I'm saying that you don't walk with Christ on your own terms. And at the same time, you are not under any force. But it is an issue of reality. What is the real thing? Who am I? What is the church? And what is our relationship with Christ can I do things that I want to do or I do to conform those realities are you know what I want to paint this morning and that is where there will be some touchings here and there. Amen. All right. Now, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 23. Ephesians 5 and verse 23. Don't forget that we are primarily the, looking at issues in the book of Philippians. And I will go there. <laughs> yes. For the husband is head of the wife. I'm not talking about wife and husband now. As also Christ is head of the church. So Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Christ is the head of the church. 
and he is by reason of being the head the savior of the body indeed he saved all the constituents of the body that is what made them part of his body so he saved us so I'm tracing your, your, your source to you. He saved us. He went to the cross and died for us. He resurrected for our salvation, our lifting, and presented us to God. And we became his body. So how did I become a member of God's own body? the body of Christ, it is because Christ saved you and you became a member of his body. So as it were, he went about enlisting people who be part of his body. And you happen to be found and you are a member of his body because he brought you in. He did what? He brought you in. So if that is the case, then you should understand who you are, where you stand, where you belong, what your source is. And then you begin to adjust yourself properly to be able to be a welcoming instrument for as many as God will bring in here. Right. Let me quickly add one scripture and then I will make a statement and we'll go ahead. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20. 1 Corinthians 6 20. For you were bought at a price. You were what? So, so you had the for sale. For what? You had bought for sale. This one is for sale. And then he bought you from the market, the slave market. So because you were bought, what price was that? The blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body and your spirit, they belong to God. He bought you with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. What the Christo moja kun kun moja to me womono, and not what it toy yina. A boy would cheer and no, the blood of his precious son, the only one that he had at that time. He gave him up. Now, if God did such, have a picture of what God's position is concerning you. That you are a person of great value to him. You are very important to God. There's a divine project that God is running. And you happen to be the instrument that God thought fit to be brought in. Now if you begin to look at it like that. Then you should also remember that it is very important for you to continually be connected to this God. Who bought you. For a purpose. Yami wabutaye di ojume die bidi. Ena oshe mwa no wasi wadu be mwa ebe ye ye ebe bwao. Because so we ni wa obenya fufro. Obenya fufro. No do buy. Edi hu butaye nunti na koswa ni no enanti. Don't live your life outside your source. If you detach from your source, you will die. And so there are many of us who are dead in the body. Because we don't reflect our source. Don't get offended. And don't lose hope as if we are passing definite judgment on you. No. There are many of us in the body of Christ, in the church, doesn't really matter how we call them, that are indeed dead because they are disconnected from their source. 
And because of that, they are not living the life of their source. Now, if you don't have any passion to continue with what is the heartbeat of the God who bought you at a price, then something is wrong. And that issue is going out to bring others. Now, now, when Brother Peter was talking, he said that um, he gave you life. And he said that life is an investment. That is my addition. He invested life into you. So you, by that life, will go and bring, give life to other people. And that is what he told me on the 1st of January the year 1991 92 sorry so just as I called Abraham from darkness to give him light so that he would take light back to the darkness so I called you from the mud to clean you to go and bring those in the mud to be cleaned that's the reason why by the grace of God I'm much more prone to the teaching of the word of God because we are washed by the word, by the water of the word. That's my major assignment. As many as are in the Lofo Lofo, you know what Lofo Lofo is? As many as are in the dirty. The many who are with all respect to you behaving like pigs. You bath them this minute, the next minute, they're already in the you know, in, in the area where they can feel the debris of the earth. There is something that God wants you to do to be a blessing to mankind. That is why he brought you in. So I am what I am by the grace of God. That is what Apostle Paul said. So you are who you are by the intent of God. The purpose of God. You are programmed for a distinct thing. If you are not walking that way, or if your joy is not in that direction, then you are like a living dead. You are what? No insult intended, please. It's only an uppercut. Amen. Also, on box boxing, I tried it, but could be almost too mistake. A born and no one and no pie. It's near two. A born and near chia, a hard pie on the way out. A born minasia, obetiashi form. You are out and gone. Maybe that's what is happening now. Amen. He bought us at a price. It's not cities. It's not dollars. It's not the pound sterling that they are proud about. It is the blood of Jesus Christ. The sinless blood of Jesus. The blood that had nothing of man inside of it. The blood of Jesus that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. The one that has not clot. It is life. It is not perishable. It always remains the same. There's no change. That is what he used to buy us. To bring us to be part of his family. So that we will go forth and do his bidding. What makes him excited? What makes him joyful? And that is the work we are doing now. And to me, that's the very essence of a Christian life. If it is not there, you are just a performer. Amen. But when you leave your seat, there should be somebody who should come and replace you over there. And they don't come by chance. They come by intent. 
Aye menu menu asendi ese yeko yeko okay yeko dobo yeho eh some dobo ska but yeko dobo yeho yeko yakra efri esumu duamba haimu yon fi kwa sumu duamba fahudim yon fri bebia oyao ni atetie ewo yon bebia muhu betobu that is it. That's the rationale behind this exercise that we are engaging in. Another reason why we've been talking and talking and talking and talking. I won't stop talking. But I know that gradually we'll begin to develop this liking for soul winning. Especially like today, you went out and you spoke to somebody or you, uh, you, you did a co-work, talked to someone, you know, when Amwabin came and asked him, how many souls did you win? He said, we, one, we, one, we. I said, you and who? <laughs> Head of the mission. They won five souls. Now, whether you spoke or not, you were part of the team. And you were encouraged. And the next time you have sufficient strength to be able to say something to somebody somewhere. It always starts somewhere. Amen. Amen. Our pastor in Kumasi got born again in a city called Kaduna in Nigeria at the hands of a lady. And the next morning, the lady came and said, Brother Paul, let's go out. So go out to go and do what? <laughs> let's go out. He said, I'm married. He said, we're not going for a wedding. Let's go out carried him and one other young man somewhere, they prayed for about one hour and said, let's go. And he started winning souls. Now, so winning became his lifestyle and it is his lifestyle now. No matter who you are, Apostle Paul will talk to you. You are free to say yes or no. But when you go, you still remember him. You remember what he says. Let it become your lifestyle. I want it to be my lifestyle. I want it to be your lifestyle. Not that you are telling people you are a Christian, but that you are living the life of a Christian. The announcements are too much. The announcements are too much. The introduction is just too much. Me, me, a Christian, what is Don't stop saying that kind of thing. Maybe who say we a Christian? Maybe I'll hear you, man. Maybe who say we a Christian? Basi, we be also a Christian. Hallelujah. So we are going away from announcing who you are with your mouth, but doing same with your deeds. You are representing Christ. Why you were bought? Why you are a member of His body and is the head of the body? Why? Because of that relationship, you are supposed to reflect him. So what kind of honam who dia? And the niso be brand and who say Jesus Christ will depend. I said they looked at them and they said these ones have been with Christ. They have been with who? With Christ. And they called them Christians. It was unbelievers that saw them. And they looked at the approach, the way they, they spoke, the tenderness of their hearts, how they met the needs of people. And they said, no, how? These ones have been with Christ. It becomes so obvious. But you know, there's something that many have not taken note of. What you don't have, you cannot give. You only fake it. What you don't have and what you are not, you cannot present same to other people. But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, that's what speaks. So from your inner being, something springs forth because it's part of you. Was so to me, do Christo to the extent, sir, maybe I be could be an 
Christo. Love him. And go forth and show in gratitude that he purchased me. And that he has kept me. And that he has groomed me. And that I'm part of his body. Whatever you look at with me, you will find Christ. When I speak, you will find him. I listened to a, a teaching yesterday on one of the channels and I heard something that caused a revolution inside me. I intended to keep it to myself until when I will be ready. But I need to incubate it. You know what they call incubation? Yeah. I need to brood over what I heard. I need to sit on it like the hand sits on the eggs. I need to enter into the depth of that simple statement. It's hitting, but it is truth. If the body is Christ and he's the head of the body, no matter how you call the part of the body, we call our own Dominion Chapel International, it's just a part of the body. It is not, but it is Christ. It is what? The church is Christ and Christ is the church. So whatever you do against the church, whatever you do to the church, you are doing that one to Christ and against Christ. It's it's terrifying. It's what? Terrifying. And I'm not trying to terrify you, you know, to put you into all that. No, I don't like that one. I always want people to do things out of love, from understanding. However, when there's a need to show you, to show you the egugu, um, the masquerade, so you stop going out in the night. We'll show you the masquerade. Now we'll show you masquerade. That 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 lackadaisical approach in church is not unto anybody but unto Christ that that hard fistedness is unto Christ and not unto anybody when you are going to church late it is you disappointing Christ because your value for Christ is very very minimal let me stop there Okay, they look. And they look that thing like look, man. It is as serious as that. Hello, Bishop, are you trying to frighten? No, I'm not frightening you. I'm only telling you that there is an esteem, an esteem that we have to show, we have to give to the church. Because that is Christ. What is dear to him must be very dear to us. I told somebody one day, I said, if because of any person you run away from a congregation, you are among the most miserable people on this earth. Say, Obinti. Obinti. Peter, I'm saying that place is witty. And we are here. We tidy our homes. Found the place where we gather as saints. And I always say we have not seen it, we have. Am I trying to entrap you? You are entrapped already. The day you accepted Christ, you fell into a trap. It's a trap of a trap of love. You are entangled by the love of Christ, and you must show that love also. 
When you put towel in water and you squeeze it, what comes out is not blood, it is water. So if you are put inside Christ and you are squeezed, what should come out is Christ. So he says, put on Christ. Put off the old man and put on the new one. And he says, put on Christ. That is to say, get yourself submerged into Christ. Everything about you will be nothing but Christ. So when a soul comes in here, the tenderness of Christ. He looked at them and they were like sheep without shepherd. And he had compassion on them. If indeed you are of Christ, then that same compassion should well up on your inside that this one needs attention. A person walks into the church, tattered, with tattered clothes. Everything about that person is uncomely. If indeed you are put on Christ, you will feel the pain that a person is feeling. And the next moment, you invest your money in the welfare of that person. You don't have to be told. It becomes a natural thing because that is who and what he is. If that is the case, then that is what we are to and we must show for. So I'm saying in essence that the right attitude that we should show is the attitude of Christ. So let this mind be in you as it was in Christ. We'll talk about that last Sunday. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, that's on your title. Fellow brethren. That's close to it. This announcement for the morning. Christ in you, the hope of what? You in Christ. Christ in you, the hope of glory, you in Christ. The hope of what? You always want to see the glory because Christ in you. What about you in Christ? You in Christ. <laughs> the hope and the joy of the world. But when he came, he brought joy. And if we are here, we must also produce joy. Where is the joy? We feel the pain of those who are lost. And when they, we happen to come in here, it is our responsibility to make sure that they enjoy the love of God. They enjoy what? the love of God. I'm sounding a bit monotonous because I've been talking about this love thing. I've been talking, I've been talking, I've been talking. And suddenly I'm realizing that I have no message to preach outside that one. That is the key to the keys. That is the only thing that makes you resemble him. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples indeed, that you love each other. That's what he said. I'm not the one saying it. This is the only acid test to show that you are in Christ. By this, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples indeed, if you love each other, one another, by this. Somewhere, some time ago in Nigeria, there was a project, a governmental issue. Well, should I say it was a national something, war against indiscipline. You've had it here before. War against indiscipline, we, we shorten it wide. It was getting too much. And there's so much indiscipline in church. So much indiscipline. The greatest of it is lack of love. And outright disobedience to the things of the kingdom. Outright. 
You know, when it comes to God issue, the kingdom issue, there is nothing called, uh, what do you call that one? Human rights. No, you don't need any human rights. You are right already. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's a simple way of life. This is my right. You know, when I hear a believer talking, we're talking in church, and you say, this is my right, I'm beginning to wonder whether I say a slave. fifty. Come on down for. Do you me come down for. ready was me come down for. Now and yet I now by abandon was here do board dream show a Now Bema Juma, Juma, you would say, I was sorry, I went to all my cars and asked me to come down for. I don't know what you know. 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 What about them? Christiania, why you know? Oh, Hannah, what I'm going for, for I'm, I'm the club. Your wife cannot go there. It is you that goes to the club. What are you looking for? Is that your home? I'm not saying don't belong to any club, but the two of you must belong to it. Make a ball tennis. But Mkuna, our wife, yes, you want to say tennis ball. Go and play that one first. Now, you see, we are talking about living properly within the context. Of your ambience. So, as a Christian whose primary assignment is to bring the world onto Christ, when a soul or someone comes to your family, I'm talking about the church assembly that you belong to, for the first time, you should seek to be a friend to that person. You should seek to be a person that will reach out to be a blessing to that person. That should become your satisfaction. That somebody came in last year, and this year when you hear the person talk, talking with scriptures, talking with maturity, that person's attitude has changed. That is what should make you happy. Anytime I see the children dancing, I'm so excited. It's not because I've not seen children before, but I'm seeing these children behaving in a fashion. If we sustain them, they will become far, far better than we were. I mean, we are. Because some of us, some of us, we God took extra time and extra forces to arrest us wherever we were going to. How can a person be lying in the gutter and he said the door is closed? What is it? Who that got him? Is it PRC? They are too That's the way some of us were behaving. You are inside prison. Come out. He said, I'm not coming. The door is locked. And he opened the door several years ago. You are inside gutter. You are drunk and you are out inside gutter. 
Yeah, let's go. He said, I leave me alone. Leave me alone. This place is very cold. The AC is working. <laughs> it is time to rise and respond to this fact that you've been bought with a price. Let me end by pick, picking something from the book of um, the Paul's letter to to who? Uh, Philippians. Hello? We are doing some practical things this morning. That's what I want. Hallelujah. He's worthy of praise. He is worthy of praise. He is worthy of praise. I will do a long reading. Can we go to chapter 2 and verse 12? Read very fast. I will comment on about five verses in a short time. Chapter 2 and verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and with what? Trembling. Are you going to be saved again? No. Your salvation is your service. It brings you to service to bring people to Christ. It's a work it out. That is, don't sit down there and sit on the fence. And be a watcher of movies. I'm not talking about watching television. I'm talking about you just sitting there and watching. You are watching people in action. And you are not part of the action. You are excited. People went for soul winning. Some of you knew that would be going. They came late. Deliberately so. But late. Work out your salvation with fear, with trembling. There's much more for us to do for the kingdom, and we must be up and doing. We must be what? Up and doing. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And that is what he is doing. Let's go. That's what I'm looking for. Do all things without complaining and disputing. That's in the free counsel to you. The people who are part of your group in the church are not forthcoming. Stop complaining. Do it. You are not in a competition with anybody. If the choristers will not come, sing all the parts. You alone. That will be a wonderful thing, you see. Sing all. Sing as if you are the only person who is entitled to do it. It is time to sweep. Sanctuary keepers are not coming. And you are the only person there. Stop complaining. And when they come, don't give them that joy of complaining. Do it. There's something about God that I have noticed. When he engages you and you, you draw back he doesn't waste his time at all. He will bring another person. You must have heard me say something like, if you know you're not coming the next day, take the seat away. Because you may come and somebody will be on that seat. And that time, the atmosphere will be different. And you wish you were at the front. It has been occupied by somebody. You have to stay on the veranda for a while until we do expansion of the sanctuary. Before you get, you come under the roof. Why don't you keep your position now? But in case you are not keeping position, don't complain. That means you are doing your work with joy and excitement. With joy and what? Excitement. There are some people, no matter what you tell them, they won't do anything. As I'm talking about it now, they're even getting angry. And they was your force. <laughs> Yeah, that's the end. There's no how. Yeah, yeah, don't. Who? 
Basi, open your eyes. Go on. I like to have that last part. That you become what? Blameless? Do all things without complaining. Do all things without disputing. Don't get into any argument with anybody. So that what? That you become oh my God. that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world we live in the congregation or in the generation of wicked people they take delight in frustrating you they want to make sure you don't make progress he said, but there, that's where you shine. A friend's child growing up, he's not a big man now, growing up in the daytime, that's when he would carry his torchlight. His name was Pius. Broad daylight. You asked Pius, why are you torchlight? He said, that's the work I want to be doing. I remember now by him, I said, watchman. I also would come into a room like this with the roof everything and that's when he would spread his um, umbrella. Everything Pius did was contrary to what people believed. And soon Chinese in so. And then I would say he to her. Small boy. Slightly older than, than Pastor Isaiah. Slightly older. But they were growing up together that time. Well, watchman. That is dissipating energy. That is you applying the things of God to something different. Abusing the graces that God has made available unto you. Doing the wrong things. He doesn't want you to be a man that will blame himself sometime later. Or people will look at him and blame say You'll be blameless and harmless. Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as light in the world. Are you shining? Are you shining? Are you shining? You are a student. You are in the midst of wolves. Drug addicts. And the rest of them. That's where you shine. You don't complain. Keep on shining. They will leave their darkness and come to your light. Don't argue with them. They will leave and come. Just keep on shining. There's one school um, around, a bit close to where I live in, uh, in Atfise, but that's part of, they say it's Amasama in some something school. If you see the kind of children in that school, you'll, you'll be shocked. And the kind of testimony I receive about those people, I, I wouldn't want any child of mine to get close to that place, except when I'm sure that a child is established. They smoke in their head openly. You talk about it, they deal with you. And when they pass in front of our house, you know these ones are not small children. When they are walking about with their, their girls, you know, you know, you know the kind of things they do over there. That is where you may find yourself one day. Don't watch what will kill you. I was lecturing some time ago in Nigeria and uh, one girl, I can't forget the name. The girl was sitting in front wearing one short thing like this and then she opened herself up. So I got there, I got to the class the first time I saw her, I looked at her and I laughed. Her name was Adelaide. I'm talking about 1983. I can't forget that name. I'm remembering that girl for evil. Even though later she got born again. 
I said, what did they call you? She said, I said, get up. She got up. I said, go to the back. He said, Sassy, go move. She moved. And the boys began to clap. So I asked them what's happening. He said, that is what she's been doing. She would do that one and entice the men and cripple the teachers. They don't use that one to cripple me. Even as an unbeliever, I will just slap you. Why? Because I don't want things that will destroy me. I'm a very, I'm a bushman. I came from a village. I'll slap you next time when you see human being, you go organize yourself. And when it was time for her to do her service, they posted her to a school where I'd been sent to. And her hostel, her room, her house was behind my building. And the first time she saw me there, he said, can I leave you? I said, you can leave here. <laughs> you can conveniently do so, but know your limits. Know what? Yeah. Know your limits. I don't have time for such crazy things. What will kill you, you are watching it. The world wants to kill you, and you are watching the world. And it says, shine. When you shine, they will leave you. I've told a story before. We were having prayer somewhere back there, my place. When I say my place, I mean Nigeria. No, no, no. You, you may not like it, but I'm much more at home there than here. Yes, now. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. That is me. I lived my life there for so many years. So, what is it? I sensed that somebody was sitting by me, and we were not of the same make. I mean, no, in the same mold. I opened my eyes and I look at one girl. When they say somebody is fair, that one was fair, <laughs> very, very, very fair. I looked at her like that and I smiled, and she smiled back. And I said, no, when the heat begins to glow up now, we will know who will sit here. So we're praying, we change here. Then pray, go. I turned and she was not there. So I began to look for her. Yeah, because that was a dangerous person in the midst of the children of God. A wolf. So I started looking for her. I saw her somewhere, I went there. When I stood by her, she turned and looked, I smiled, she smiled, she left. This is a person that will kill. Let me give you the short of the long story. We went for a meeting to under full gospel. We went for a meeting and then they were casting. They said somebody needed to be delivered. I looked and it was that girl. And they were casting demons out of that girl. I looked at her. I looked at the men who were holding her and I laughed. And suddenly the Holy Ghost just opened my eyes. I saw that become like vegetable. Those guys had become like vegetables. So I told the president, deliver these boys before they become the, another project for deliverance. He said, what is it now? I said, can't you see, sir, that these boys are already dying? He said, what should I say? Don't worry, I went there. And I said, it's okay, it's okay, leave her, leave her. Do you want to be delivered? She said, I said, walk out. Walk where? Out. If you don't want to be delivered, must we waste our time and allow you there to infest people? Walk out. She walked out. And then wrote a letter in red ink. One of my students. That she's the queen of the coast. And that the guy should meet her in Lagos. And that boy was crying. Crying. They told me that the boy was crying. I know his name. His name is with me now, but I won't mention the name. Uh, because he's a big man in one bank. <laughs> so Adjuma said, why didn't she manifest as queen here? Why must you go to Lagos? The girl told him, he said, it is your blood I've used to write this thing. And I said, do you believe in that one? She looked at me. I said, if it's your blood they used to write, you should be de dead by now. I said, forget it. Give me that thing. I just squeezed it and threw it off. And I prayed for him and I left. And that was the end of the matter. 
why we are in a world that is full of wickedness if you don't shine your light will go dim it will even die it's time to shine the friends that are keeping away from going to evangelism because you don't want to offend them they will be the reason why you will lose your glory you can't show yourself as a Christian no when I got born again I was an adult I was already working now I had a child now I had two children then married I have a child that some of you don't know he's been here a number of times that's the pastor's elder brother so he was alive and then pastor also had come in pastor was born before I got born again I was born against before now listen <laughs> if you don't know what Christ has done for you you allow yourself to be destroyed. My colleagues, there was a place we used to go and drink. And Isuya and the rest of them. So they said, eh, for let's go. Let's go to Benson Hotel. I said, to do what? He said, we are going to our normal base. I said, you know, I don't drink. He said, it doesn't matter. We'll give you Coke. And they will eat meat. I followed them. We went there. I sat with them with their beer bottles. I think I've told you in this church before. Their own beer, but I had one shot. You know, the top malt is short. What's the name? Amstel. Amstel malt. That's what they gave to me. I was saying that the Holy Ghost said, What are you doing here? He asked me, What are you doing here? I said, that, You know, I'm, I'm with my friends and I'm drinking this one. He said, Now, if somebody looks at you from afar, will he see your bottle? He said, No. I said, No. What the person will see is beer. So they will say, You are drinking beer. You are not drinking beer. Must you be with them? I got up. I said I was going away. That's why I said, no, I'm not waiting. Let's, I didn't have a car. I said, now somebody give me, carry your car, put me somewhere where I can get a taxi, and then I go. And that's how I left. Wrong company. Wrong what? Company. Company that will stop you from shining. That's how you go from one, 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 one glass to one bottle. From one bottle to six. And you recoup all the ones that you have not drank since you got born again. Shine. Make your Christ known to everyone. When I got born again, I told my friends I'm born again. And they said I wanted to use wisdom to chop church money. There's nothing they didn't say about me. But I told them what I said, all of you will kneel down one by one for me to pray for you one by one this is a lie it didn't take long when it started one of them came to me around five o'clock in the morning crying what's the matter i said devil has entered my house hey, no he was living there he didn't just enter the devil has been living in your house for a long time say kneel down you know i was also immature so i want you to feel my hand on your head kneel down and i'll pray for you don't keep your Christ nature under a bushel because of your friends. I don't know what you're looking for from them. This is the, the president's brother. If you are connected to him, you are likely to have some, you are saying you are a fool. The president's term will come to an end. Maximum eight years. True or false? Will you now still use him? But there's a family you belong to. Your head is always the head. He will be the head at infinitum. Because you have certain things in your cupboard. Some skeletons. Some girls that you want to appreciate. How will you go out when they see you going preaching? I don't want a preacher. Because you are 
You and the devil, there's no difference. If I Satan is even better than you. If you treat Jesus Christ that way, I'm no longer a Christian. You, you are worth to me more than Christ. That's the meaning. You are worth. You are worth. Your worth is higher than Christ himself. Shine. The darker it is, the brighter your light. The better you are shining. So shine. Step out. Be bold. Talk to someone about how much God loves you. Show him yourself how you were before and what he has done for you. It's enough. Shine. How do you do it? Holding forth. Holding forth what? <laughs> Are you still alive over there? Holding fast the word of God. The King James says holding forth. Holding fast the word of life. So that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Hold the word fast and hold it forth. That is your touch. Let people see you with that touch. Go and do it. When people come in here and you are talking scriptures to them, they will learn to talk scriptures. If you attend the negative things, that is what they will be built up with. So hold fast the word and hold it forth. Don't keep it to yourself. Shine. Hallelujah. Finally, brethren, Paul says in chapter 3, he says in a scripture that you know very, very well. <laughs> but what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yes, indeed. I count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. The man was born again. How was he going to gain Christ again? So it is a process. You keep on climbing higher and higher and higher and higher. So every new person that comes in, everyone that is gets, got, gets born again in your hand has become a project that will take you higher in your understanding of the things of God. What's young woman? What about degree? Any Christ and your pet. Let them give you the entire budget of Ghana. The money involved. You still don't have anything. You are empty. Count everything. Several years ago in Nigeria, in the church that I, I was in the ministry, I worked in that time. You go there in the morning, early hours of the day, you see army generals sweeping. Army who? They just made you, what do you call it? Copra. So your hand, you become leprous. Your hand cannot carry seat. Say so we are carrying blocks. You call, you go and carry, go and carry. Army generals, they are, they are, they are, they are those guys, what do you call them? They are aides who will be standing by and they are working. Some of them belong to the sanctuary group, they belong to, they were working the toilet. 
with their uniform ready to go to work. It's not that they told me something I saw. The first time I was amazed. The little thing that you have, that position they gave you, that will aspire with the government of the day, is what is killing you. Some contract that you got that appears over, so, so overwhelming, that's the one that is keeping you away from the service in the kingdom. You cannot sweep. I'm trying to be careful so that women will not be against me this morning by the grace of God. I love them. They are the ones that brought us to this world. If there is any way you are dressed that will prevent you from doing the things of the kingdom, working for God, remove that thing so that you can be free to work for God. I won't go further. If your dress cannot be washed, don't wear it. Because the world you are living in is full of dust. It takes those with working here to work it. Rise your feet. Thank you this morning for taking so much.